Hello, hello. Welcome to Afterbirth, your fourth and more trimester support group. Today we have Caitlin hosting, and I'm super grateful for that. And they had such a good conversation. They were talking about postpartum depression when you've adopted. And sometimes this is kind of a taboo topic, right? So I'm real grateful for the ladies today holding space, conversating, some real talk. Mama Dia is great when she says, I've already yelled at my middle child three times this morning or something funny like that. So super relatable. Glad you're here. Grab your headphones. There is a little bit of background noise that I tried to edit out. So just be aware, but don't let that stop you. This content is gold. And as always, thank you for listening. Hey, this is Bud Parker's Cindy Choosers, uh, fourth and more semester uh, support group. I'm Caitlin. I'm hosting today in lieu of Rowan and Blythe, because they are both uh, busy doing other things, helping other parents. Um, so we are, um, Rowan's going to do her intro elsewhere and then load that up for the thing. Um, so just as a reminder, we try and be kind and supportive and offer um, things that have worked for us instead of uh, just general advice um, saying what really helped me was instead of um, you should do uh, this. Um, then also, um, should you need it, um, the PSI warm line is 1-800-944-4773. Um, should you need that, that's a great warm line if you are in extra need of some help. Um, to talk to a live person. Um, I'm Caitlin. I have a uh, almost five-year-old and an almost two-year-old, both boys. And um, I'm your host just for today. So if everyone else wants to introduce themselves, you can unmute yourself. Um, yeah. I'm Martha. And I am a mother of a 16-month-old, and this is my first time here, and that's about it. Welcome, Martha. Thank you. Hi, I'm Adila. I am a um, mother of three. I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a seven-month-old. And it's been a crazy morning. <laughs> I just, I've already like screamed uh, a few times at my middle child because she's really becoming the middle child syndrome stereotypical type. So it's been fun. Awesome. So today we're supposed to talk about going back to work. Um, unless we've got any other burning topics. Um, Martha or Mama D, if you have something um, that you'd rather talk about, we can change topics. Um, if there's any certain struggle you guys are struggling with. So I just want to say that I have been feeling uh, lately like, and I know it's not his fault, it's not my fault, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. But my husband comes home and then he takes the kids out, like the girls out, so that I can have time with myself at the house with the baby or get dinner ready without any distractions. 
I feel like when he goes out, all the girls have fun with him. And when they're at home with me during the day, it's like mean mama, you know, mama saying, don't do this, don't touch that, clean up that. And dad's taking them to the mall and having all that fun. And so today I tried to do tie dye with the girls, which ended up in a huge, you know, you're not listening and be patient. Wait, I'm trying to get this whole thing set up for you. And everyone's going crazy. And my middle child like took out crystal which should not have been in that cabinet that she could reach in. And she literally just threw it on the floor. <laughs> and that was like an heirloom kind of deal. And so I was like super upset and crying about it. And then I was just like, we're not doing tie dye. That's it. I'm packing it up. Like no fun with mama. I can't do anything fun with you guys. Cause I just end up getting uh, stressed or annoyed or tired. Um, and maybe because it's, I'm doing it by myself and I'm tackling like three kids at once. But it's been tough. Um, on the subject of work, I've been trying to pump to get back to work or to get ready for work. I'm a birth doula, so I have uh, clients coming up this fall. My first birth is um, she's due in September. And bottle feeding hasn't been going too good. Um, like I thought, like we have good days, and then we have really bad days where he doesn't take it at all and he's crying. And um, it's really tough because my husband isn't too like, not that he's not supportive for it, but it's not like he, like I have to remind him to help me to do things, you know, he's, he's not taking the initiative to do it. And it's tough if I'm feeding him the bottle because obviously he smells my milk on my breast. And he's like, why am I taking the bottle? Like I could just drink it out of you. And then with my husband, I don't think he has the patience or understanding that it can take him like 20 minutes to finish two ounces from the bottle because he's not used to it. Um, and we're trying to like feed him a bottle like once a day, but it, that doesn't always happen. I mean, sometimes it's like every other day. So I don't know if you guys have tips or anything. My middle child took the bottle really well and I didn't have any issues going back to doula work. Um, but this time around, it's a little bit more difficult. And I'm thinking like, I don't know if I just need to leave the house and just leave him with the bottle and he just has to really deal with it because I'm not there to be his buffer. Like this isn't working out. I need you to help me do it, you know? Um, or I was thinking of like maybe like leaving him with my mom and going out and doing something for like four hours. Because um, I know my mom has the patience and the time to do that kind of thing too, to help him, to help Idris, the baby uh, with the bottle. So any suggestions about bottle feeding would be great. So since you're not having any fun with the girls, is there a way that you could leave Dave at home with dad and then you'd take the girls and do something fun? I know it kind of changes things up, but. Yeah, and see, that's the thing, like I would love that, but I, I kind of like, and maybe I need to do that and have him just step in, like force him to step in because I know he's not still comfortable with the babe by himself. And so maybe I need to just force it on him so he does get comfortable, you know? I don't know. I'm just thinking instead of adding something new, just changing. Because even if it's just one day a week, because I don't know how often is he doing the, often is he taking the girl? Yeah, I mean, he, I think he does it probably like every other day. Okay. Wow. Maybe one day a week it would be, you take the girls, do something fun so that you aren't always meet mommy. Yeah, right. Or so you don't feel like, like me, mommy. Yeah, 
I kind of like I'm thinking like now I know how my mom would feel <laughs> like the things that she used to say to us sometimes I'm like I know where she's coming from now Martha do you have any ideas I'm thinking <laughs> I'll let you know when I think of something good <laughs> Martha, are, you, are you working are you going back to work um, I work sporadically depending on my husband's schedule. Um, he works in the theater and I work as a wardrobe dresser, but I can't do the job unless my husband is not on a show. So it's, it's been just really sporadic and it's something I miss a lot because when I work, I get out of my head and that's something that I've been struggling with ever since our our, our child was brought into the world and uh, when I'm of, of service and doing something that gets me on my head, I, I feel a lot better. And so I'm most often at home alone with the child and my husband can work up to, you know, 15 hours a day or, and uh, so it's been a really tough adjustment and it's still, still a tough adjustment. Yeah, no, I'm 100% understand. I have a theater background also, and there's a reason I'm not in the theater anymore, and it's because my husband works a full-time job, and childcare for theater hours, is, it's not, like, it's either not possible or so expensive. That yep. Yeah, it's, because it's, it's not just a nine-to-five job, it's a, it's an eight, eight to midnight. Midnight, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All the things, yeah. So I, I really feel you there because I miss the theater a lot too. I really miss it. Yeah. And I haven't found a way back yet. So I feel you there. <laughs> I'm a stage manager. I was a stage manager. So. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So. Well, it's a good thing you got on here today. You can kind of yeah. get a little distraction to break through your day. Yeah, yeah. Well, hubby's home today, so that's a good thing. He can take care of kiddo while I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've um, started trying to figure out my Etsy shop again to do my belly line because um, I had a couple more orders come in. So I just sent those out that turned out really pretty. Um, and I hope the client likes them. That's all I can hope. They should be arriving today. Um, but we haven't figured out a different option because my other issue is like my husband doesn't, I don't think he understands that for me to find a job, I need to, I need help to end time to rebuild a resume that explains a six year gap in work. Mm. Um, they're like paid. WT, W2 work um, that I need time to be able to go to interviews without having to bring a child along you know mm -hmm. like we want to put the other child in school but trying to finance that at this point um, either school or daycare or whatever because my oldest is in a Montessori school because um, he's still too young for public um, for public school because he misses the cutoff by eight days Mm. oh my gosh I remember that 
Yeah, so he would technically be in pre-K four, but we don't qualify for free pre-K or anything, so why not, like if I'm gonna pay for him to go to pre-K, anyway, so like he wouldn't, he doesn't qualify for any of that, but, so we have to put him in private school. So we put him in one that we actually like, the, you know, series of and everything, but we can't afford to put the second baby in unless I have a job, but I can't get a job if I don't have help with the childcare situation. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you interview for a job and say, oh, can I bring my two-year-old? Mm, exactly. <laughs> yeah. no, so we're trying to figure out a work-from-home situation, and I think I can, I think I can do it. I just, again, need the time to be able to, like, really get it together. Yeah. So, that's yeah, where that's I'm at. You got to kind of like time management yourself as well through the day. Mm -hmm. Like you got to find the energy to actually apply and organize yourself for that job interview. Like all of you, I'm sure understand, but there's still chores to be done. Laundry still yeah. has to be done. Dishes need mm -hmm. to be done. Mm -hmm. We need to go grocery shopping. You got to cook meals. You got to do all the other things. And it's not yeah. time. You still have to like do all of those things on top of adding another thing. And that's just because I feel like nothing's going to be taken off of my plate. I have to add something else to my plate, and there's no more room. Yeah, yeah. So, that's just how I feel about it right now. Frustrating. Yeah, I was kind of facing that because we have we have one laptop, and my husband is really into stocks, or he he's a big stock investor. So, anyways, he's been taking his laptop to like work lately, so he can work on the stock market. And I told him he's like, I really I really need the laptop like during the day because I I only have energy like around this time like right now to actually get things done and like go online and and update my website, you know, put events up, um, to do more advertising for my business and growing it. And, you know, he was just like, well, you can just do it when I get home and the girls go to sleep, like when the kids sleep. And I'm like, I'm dead at that point. I have no mental capacity, like abilities to concentrate, to open a laptop and sit there and get my resources done and do all of that. Like it needs to be done in the morning time or in the middle of the day when they're taking their naps. Um, cause I like can't function <laughs> at eight o'clock and organize all of that. So yeah, I try to get everything done that I can for work or preparing for work during their naps, nap time, but then it takes away my nap time. So it's, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword, I guess. I identify with that, like the whole, like you want to nap when they nap. And I've even had therapists say, you sleep when baby sleeps, you know? And, but mm -hmm. then it's like, well, that's the time to do stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you're, and then you end up so drained and exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was really good about that with my first child. My mother, she stayed with us for the first two weeks. And so she like really kind of instilled that in me. She would like take my phone away. And she said, baby sleeping, you go lay in that bed and I want you to sleep. And, and I did. So every time she would nap, I would take a nap. And, uh, but yeah, right now it's like, 
kind of off and on. I almost didn't get on today because I almost was like, I think I need a nap or I'm going to watch my Chinese drama. I've been watching Chinese drama lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Singapore, so I grew up with Bollywood and, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, watching people fly through the trees with their swords. <laughs> it's my happy place. <laughs> I this like this Chinese drama on Netflix. Who knew that Netflix had a whole like Asian foreign side to it? Like I was just like I'm finding so many foreign movies and shows. I'm like this is awesome. <laughs> so I've been binge watching on my Chinese drama. But yeah, I'm glad I got on today though. See you guys. Yeah, I'm glad to see you, Faith. Yeah, I'm glad you got on too. <laughs> Uh, any other hot topics? Martha, do you have any particular struggles? With your well, I just, I've been um, basically going through post-adoption depression uh, since, well, since the arrival of our son. And uh, I was having problems with depression and anxiety even before, um, just uh because I had lost both my parents, um, my father in 2011 and my mother in 2016. <clears throat> and uh, what my husband and I went through trying to get pregnant for about six years. And uh, so the loss of fertility too. And so that was all kind of in the background and unresolved. And um, just, uh, it's been a really really hard road for me these past 16 months. I've been, you know, I had to switch psychiatrists. I had to start seeing another different therapist. I've been on a, a ride with meds. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's tough and it sucks because I've gotten everything I've wanted. And with that has come just debilitating depression and anxiety and uh, that's when I connected with Rowan not too long ago I reconnected with her and she suggested this group and said that it might be helpful <laughs> yeah well I'm glad you're here I'm glad you're here too just because we get everything we always wanted doesn't mean it's not hard yeah because mm -hmm. I, I wanted both of my babies too but there are days that I question if I made the right choice in having children at all. Yep, that's that's a tough that's a tough one. Because you give up so much of everything and you lose yourself in them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think it sucks too because I feel like I can't like to my friends who don't have children. Uh, I can't talk to them about my complaints because then I feel like they're like. You know, but we like you have like at least you have kids. Like for example, my sister in law, she's divorced and she's been trying to get married since she's been divorced. And it's only been three years, but she's it was a bad divorce. But I can't complain to her about my time with my children or say I need help with things. Um, because she kinda of holds it against me. She's like, Well, at least you have a family. Like what are you talking about? You know? Mm. And um she's right. I, I do have family and yeah, I'm very grateful and blessed. But again, that doesn't mean that I don't have my tough days and it doesn't mean that we all as mothers don't suffer through our own trials, you know, 
motherhood is definitely not easy. And I also think like moms aren't born. Um, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, a baby's not just born, a, mo a mom, a mother is born. I'm like, no, mothers aren't born. <laughs> like we become mothers, it's something that comes with time. Um, so yeah, it's tough. It is tough. Sometimes I question, like, I can't believe we had like a third child this soon. <laughs> mm. All of my kids are like less than two years apart from each other, just about. And um, I told my husband, I was like, we really need to think about birth control. Like, I, I need, I can't do this again to my body, not so much mentally, but to my body, because my body depleted so much in this third pregnancy. It was so hard on me that I, I was really surprised and shocked. Um, I'm not even, I don't, I don't think I'm that old. <laughs> I'm 30. Um, but I was like feeling, you know, like a 70 year old woman. I was feeling like my dad who's 62 and has a bad hip. Like I was feeling like I would walk around like him. Uh, everything was hurting all the time. So, uh, you know, and then it's like, you have to hold back your tongue because I remember telling everybody, Oh, we want five kids. And yeah, I like, I can think about having a big family. I love big families. My mother comes from a big family. I'm the oldest cousin of like 18 mm. and I love it. It's so fun when we're all together. You know, we all have our own drama <laughs> and when we're sick of one person, we go to the other person. So it's, it's kind of fun, I guess, in that sort of weird way. And I always dreamed of our family being like that. But now everyone's, you know, kind of like laughing at me like, oh, now you want five kids. Like now you've got three and you want five. And, you know, it's like, well, I do, but maybe not right now. So don't make fun of me just because I have a newborn. <laughs> I'm still getting used to it. You know what I mean? And each kid is different, too. That's the other thing that I uh, have to remind myself and clients, like when I have other clients who have multiple children or are having multiple births every pregnancy every child is different you go through you know different struggles with each kid because they have their own personality um i was even just like to this week is breast um, breastfeeding awareness week or world breastfeeding week and i was talking to someone about how like all my kids breastfeeding has been so different and i always hold expectation from one child to the next because i'm like oh it's just going to be like this one but it's not it's completely you know its own story um and even with my son now he has a lip a tongue tie and so the first two weeks were super hard for me because I was wasn't sure if we could do this and I wasn't sure if I could get him corrected I just like I, I've heard too many I don't know painful stories about the healing process and it really put me in a anxiety worried state um but we're past that now so it's good Hey y'all, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get right back to it. Getting back to our real talk after birth style. I guess it's just knowing that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel or that there can be a light at the end of the tunnel and you just have to keep looking forward and keep looking towards that light and knowing that things can be better or can get better. Um, you know, so taking it each day at a time. Well, Martha, one of my biggest things is uh, I lost my mom to cancer uh, when my son was seven months. Mm. Um, and so it's been a real struggle to, like, be a mom without my mom. 
Yes. Yes. Like you weren't done being parented and all of a sudden you're a parent and Mm -hmm. yep. I definitely feel you there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a great mother-in-law. Like I'm really lucky that I love my mother-in-law. Like she, sure. And my father-in-law were just here for a week and they like took care of the boys and they played with them and they did all those things. And it was wonderful because they love their grandparents. But they don't get to do that with my mom. It's yeah. really hard. So, um, you go back to class five again. In the six? Yeah. Um, sorry, that's my son's kind of. Um, so I, I know that you said you lost both your parents, and I get that it's, it's hard to be a parent without your parents. Because I just want to ask her all the questions. And I mean, I'm sure I could ask my mother-in-law, but it's not the same. Exactly. Like exactly. calling my mom and going, Mom, we're going, Mom, I'm getting my own. I <laughs> let you know that that time you said, you'll get yours. I'm letting you know I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm getting my own. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that, Martha. I'm really, um, I don't know a lot about the adoption process or um, how a lot of those things work. I do have a brother and sister-in-law in Alaska who are um, hoping to adopt their foster son. Um, they have some challenges. They have, um, they had three babies and then they took him into their home and then they just uh, gave birth to twins last week. Wow. Um, they are now six kids, and his most of um, the baby's family wants them to keep him. And they were all really worried that when they had the twins, they were going to give them up. And they are not planning to do that. But I don't know a lot about the adoption process, but it's it's good to hear that the same the same things can affect you as an adoptive mom that affects us too. You know that it. It's, I don't know why that it just struck me that that's of course that's true you know that you have you're going to have the same challenges that we do and even when mm-hmm. you just anyway I don't know if that's the wrong thing to say no no um and and with our situation we have kind of another uh uh kind of uh, uh oh sorry I'm getting tongue-tied um is uh what happened with us was um we had two weeks between when we were matched and when, when our son was born. So it happened so quickly. It spun me out just, it, it was so amazing. And it was like wonderful and beautiful and scary. But I mean, we were matched with a birth mom that was eight months pregnant and he came early. And so we had two weeks to get ready you know, and it was like, it was just unbelievable. It was overnight and, um, it was a big shock. It was, it was, yeah. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot to take in all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. That's, that is the most immediate kind of change. Yeah. Yeah. Change your whole house, change your schedule, change everything. Yeah. Yeah, Everything. And then you gotta get everything because you, you probably don't even have like everything ready at your home. Right. 
And you gotta, yeah, because then it's like you don't even get the like the nesting phase, I guess, that other moms do, right? When we reorganize everything and prepare stuff at the house, you know, you gotta do shopping and all that. But yeah, but you did it, and you're here. <laughs> I am. I am. And and the thing was, I didn't know about post adoption depression as a parallel to uh, postpartum depression until you know, a few months in and what I was going through, I was like, what's going on? My husband and I started researching and we found out about post-adoption depression as a, you know, as a parallel to postpartum. And um, I got angry because, um, you know, at the time I was seeing a therapist and, and and a psychiatrist and it was like all the literature said that you know if you already had existing depression or a history of depression and anxiety that you were more likely to get post-adoption depression yeah and, i think you're like 20 to 8 or 18 to 20 percent more likely to get it yeah and i feel like if i had known that yeah. not that if it would have changed our decision but maybe i would have had more tools in my toolbox to be more prepared. prepared. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I wonder when it's going to end. Like every day I wake up going, is today the day that I'm going to feel better? Is today the day I'm going to feel confident? Is today the day that I'm going to actually feel like a mother to this beautiful child? <sighs> and everything scares me and I feel like I've lost my identity and, I've lost all my self-confidence and self-esteem and I just, I feel really lost and scared all the time and it's affecting my relationship with my husband and it affects me being able to be present with my child and enjoy all these wonderful things that are happening. And it just, I get really down on myself thinking I'm not, I'm not the mother that this child was meant to have. And I know deep down that's wrong, but the negative is just so heavy and it pushes out all the positive. I'm really proud of you for coming here and sharing. I was just going to say, like, let it all out. out. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot to even just share your story. Well, you you guys have provided a safe space. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy we did. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's tough when you lose, you know, yourself as a mom. I think we, you know, just says we all do lose a little bit of ourselves, and then you slowly try to figure it out how to regain part of yourself. I mean, you. I don't think you ever go back, right? You never. You never are yourself or who you were before you became a mom. You, you just become someone new, and then it's accepting that, that new person and still finding things that you enjoy outside of being a mom or a wife, you know. Um, yeah. But it's finding that, those little things. Yeah, something that's helped my husband and I is um, after my first son was born and after my mom and, there's a whole snowball and cascade of events. Um, 
he came home, like, he goes and plays hockey once a week. Like, ice hockey. He came home, and I was just a wreck. And he goes, you need a night, too. So all of, um, all of a sudden, he started just giving me a night a week where I can go and just do things on my own. He takes care of the kids, mm-hmm. and I go, it's, I do it on Monday night. Um, last night, I went bra shopping, which I know doesn't sound so super exciting, but I got to do it by myself. <sighs> I didn't have to have a stroller. I didn't have to have two boys in the room with me, you know. Um, and that's been really helpful just to get me out of the house mm-hmm. um, and just try and find things that I like to do, whether it be go watch a movie or sometimes it's, that's been really helpful for me. Um, meet up with friends or something like that. Um, again, yeah. just so that I'm not at home all the time and resenting my husband and the fact that he gets to be taken out on lunches because he's downtown and like he yeah. come to his office and like take him to lunch and do all the things and he was in Denver last you know last week two weeks ago and got to do all sorts of fun things in Denver and I'm like totally jealous you know that he's getting to do those things because he gets to do them through work and he's yeah. not a special person and I am <laughs> um, yeah I was um I was getting jealous of my husband. He's been he's a very introverted type of person. I'm a, I'm a very extroverted type of person. And and it was funny because my midwife had actually pointed this out to me is after the birth of my third child, it was really tough for me. Like the first 2 weeks, the, my baby blues were like hardcore. Um and she pointed out she was like, you know, you do better when you're social, so you need to make you know, you need to have your girlfriends come over or you need to, you know, meet up and have them help you go out to lunch. And she was right. I totally felt so much better when I was around my friends, um, even with my chaotic background happening. But I was getting jealous of my husband going because we have like so much, our next door neighbor just sold his house and they're like redoing it. And then the neighbor across the street, they're also doing construction and selling that house. And so he's been like outside a lot and he's been like talking and getting to know all the freaking neighbors around us. And I've been like in my house, like, well, I guess I'll just sit here with the kids because someone's got to watch them while you're outside socializing with our neighbors and nobody knows who your wife is. And so I was getting really upset about that because I was like, you come home and you just go out there and see what's going on next door in the construction site. Um, And I can't have any fun doing that. But I was going to say what Caitlin said for me after my second was born, what really helped obviously number one is finding a babysitter you trust we have family here which is great but I also have a um, college girl who used to be our babysitter when she was in high school so every time she's here now from um, back in college she babysits for us and when she was in high school she was babysitting for us when my second was born and I would have her come over twice a week for an hour to two hours and I would just go out and do whatever whether that was I need to go get grocery shopping done but it usually was me getting my nails done or me walking around Target just without children and um, and now uh, I have her watch the two kids and I'll go out for lunch with a friend once a week um, so with but I'll take the baby but I mean he's fine he's just in the he's still in that stage where he's not like crawling around um, but 
but yeah, getting out of the house and kind of like away from your children, which isn't a bad thing, really helps. Yeah. If you, you know, it's not a bad thing to need space from your kids. You know, I, one thing for me is touch. Um, I've been like breastfeeding my kids back to back and I'm super sensitive to touch. Like I just don't, when I'm, I'm tapped out of touch. <laughs> and so when my kids go to sleep, I have a cat who loves to like curl up on me and he's my baby. He was my baby before I got married and I just can't have him up on me. I'm like, no, I don't want anybody touching me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm touched out. And it's respecting that too about yourself that it's okay to be touched out. It's okay to not want to have that, um, to find boundaries for yourself and for your surrounding, um, with your kids, with your husband, with your friends and family. So I don't know, Martha, maybe if you have family or friends that you trust, you know, um, to watch your, your son so that you are able to go for a walk or do something that you enjoy, you know, outside, or even if it's like within your house and keeping your kid distracted in the other room so you can get something done or do something by yourself in the other room. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, it's tough because uh, I only have a sister who lives way up in Magnolia and, uh, and that's tough. Um, and, uh, I don't have a lot of friends here. It's, I've lived here in Houston for over 10 years and I really only have like one girlfriend and she's got, you know, her own life going on. And, um, so I'm, uh, and I'm an introvert. <laughs> And, uh, and oftentimes like when my husband has said like, okay, you know, you need to do something for you. You need to, you know, have, I'm giving you this time to do what you need to do for you. I honestly just go, I have no idea. I have no idea what I need. I forgot about what things that, things that I took pleasure in maybe before I don't take pleasure in anymore. And that's, mm -hmm. that's really a tough one for me. I'm figuring it out, trying to, um, and we're, we're, you know, researching, trying to find a sitter through like care.com, something my therapist told me to try to do. We're looking into Mother's Day out programs and we're on a couple waiting lists. Um, so that's, you know, we're, we're being proactive, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Well, that's good though. It's a start you know, and sometimes, um, what did we talk about? Do you, uh, with Rowan where she, it was like for when we first started this, this talk and she talked about going to do like things that you've never done before. Do you remember that? And, uh, it was like getting outside of your shell and like figuring out with people, like observing other people. God, what was it? Oh my gosh. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? I'll to, oh, if I can you. find the episode, Martha, I will send it to you. Are you on the Facebook group? I believe so, yes. <laughs> if I can find the episode, I'll send it to you. It was like when we first started this thing, like two years ago. And I remember it was about kind of Rowan just like, she like talked about, you know, finding activities that you don't ever do or never would have thought you would do and signing up and going doing that. Um, and then something to oh, do with like people and the people around us. So I don't know if, you know, 
you never really liked bookstores or something, maybe go go to a bookstore and check out the books or have a cup of coffee in a bookstore or pick up like a hula hoop class of rowing. <laughs> she does that down at Discovery Green, you know, put that time aside and maybe like once or every other week or once a week you find like an activity around you that you've never been interested in or never done and go do it so that, you know, I don't know, you could see for yourself how you like it, whether it's like a, a yoga class or going to see a movie, like picking out a movie that's out right now or, um, you know, going to maybe some sort of lecture that's happening around you or workshop for arts and crafts. Yeah, because that's what we're all doing, right? We're trying to figure out who we are with this additional role of mom. Yeah. We all have you know, we're all figuring that out. Like, what are we, who are we on top of mom? Yeah. Yeah, that's really great advice. Yeah. I remember that. There was an app for it, too. Oh, my gosh. There's a whole app. It was like the next door app of events. Mm. Rowan would know. Oh, where are you, Rowan? <laughs> um, where is Rowan, by oh, the way? What is she doing? Know. She didn't tell me. Oh, Rowan. Um, but yeah, okay, there's, it's, there's like an app for it. Um, for events in your neighborhood. It's like a next door app, but kind of more social. What, what area of Houston do you live in, Martha? I live in Oak Forest area, northwest. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. I was going to say there's sometimes, um, this is my oldest daughter. <laughs> He's supposed to be napping. Um, there, there are like, um, there's like mom networks. Like there's like the moms of Katie, you know, moms of Sugarland or whatever. And they have like websites that are just like dedicated to like events, like kid events plus mommy events. And so like stuff that, you know, that are happening like locally. Um, maybe if you try Googling, that you might find something in your search engine, but um, I've, I found that really helpful. I don't do a lot of those events that they, they post, but I like like hearing like, oh, there's a, new, shh, there's a new indoor playground that I could take the kids to, or you know, this store just opened up and they tell you about this boutique or, or whatever, bookstore or ca cafe, and I'll go check it out. Because even sometimes in our own neighborhood, I have no idea. You know, like if my husband's like, where do you want to eat today? And like, I want to try something new. And then we think about, well, what's around us? And I have no idea what's around us. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So sometimes it's nice having someone say, try this place because it's really good. And they have like a list of it. And you can just pick one out. Mommy, I'm on the edge. Do you have a mosquito bite? Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's in the, the bathroom. Sorry, hold on. Sorry, my son just asked a question too about where something was, but I didn't We never get to stop being mom. <laughs> never. Even at night. Especially at night. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we finally got out of sleep through the night I think three months ago yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe five maybe five months ago she's almost two 
You were start sleeping through the night, and I was sleeping that night. Mm. Yeah. We finally got my middle child to stop sucking on her fingers. <laughs> so we we had yeah, that's an it. We had she sucks on like these two fingers right here, and um, it was affecting her teeth, but it was also affecting like how much she talks. She just wouldn't talk, and she had her fingers in her mouth. So we had tried the, uh, the the nail polish and it didn't work. She would just like suck over it. Like she got used to that nasty taste and didn't care. Um, and then we had like this brace like on her arm pretty much that kept her from like bending it to her mouth. And we did it for a week and she stopped. And it, the thing told us to do it for a month, but we did it for a week and she stopped. So she's talking a lot more now, which is really nice. Hey, get down, please. Yeah, now she's got a molar coming in, and we, like, last week we had a night where she didn't go to sleep, and she was, like, in bed with me for the first time in a long time, but she, I kicked my husband out, because I was like, you need to go sleep in the guest room, because I gotta take care of her and the baby, because he's gonna wake up from his night feedings, and she didn't go to sleep till like, close to 3 a.m., and then woke up at 7 a.m., and it was just, I haven't, I haven't caught up on sleep in, like, three years, <laughs> it's just, I'm just always tired and I hate that response I hate when people are like how you doing and I'm like I'm tired <laughs> that's the norm and I need to stop saying that but I am just tired well we are right about at time so I was wondering if anyone had am I echoing um I was wondering if any of you had a topic you would like maybe discuss next week or in two weeks any idea is a good idea. Um, I don't know, back to school. School's about to start for everybody or for a lot of people. Um, a is about to start kindergarten in the public school. Um, maybe we can talk about that. I got to say, one of my biggest fears right now about her going, she used to go to a private school. One of my biggest fears right now about her switching over to a public school is, to be honest, school shootings. I hate that I have to say that, but it's, it's like constantly on my mind. I, I hate it, especially after this Walmart shooting. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Can't even go to Target or Walmart without, you know, I mean, it just sucks. It sucks really bad. And all those people that were there for, you know, their back to school shopping. I mean, they had like 20 casualties and I hate that we have to live in this, this world of, ugh, you know, of hatred. Yes. And like her school is two blocks away from us. I mean, I can walk there. It's so easy. And she could probably walk there later when she's older, but it's one of those things where like, I don't want her to do that. Someone could pick her up. Kids go missing all the time now. And that just sucks because that used to definitely not be um, how it used to be when I was a kid. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'll let Rowan know back to school for next week. And if anyone's got anything else, I think we can. Well, Martha, it was so good meeting you. I hope to see you again in two weeks. I will definitely try to be here if I can. <laughs> cool. Awesome. 
And next week they're doing Elephant in the Womb again um, on their Facebook Live. Um, and in two weeks we'll talk about school, going back to school. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you Love both you for listening. I appreciate it so much. It. Thank you for sharing. Meeting. Thank you for sharing. Yep. All right. All right. Love Take you guys. Bye. You. Take care. Bye. Alrighty, my loves, that's a wrap. We'll see you in two weeks. Don't forget to grab those headphones. If you need a text reminder, you can go to preggers.rocks, www.preggers.rocks, or preggerscanbechoosers.com. And there's a text reminder that you can sign up for. We're also on Facebook at Preggers Can Be Choosers. There's an event um, invitation that you can sign up for there. And we also have a group dedicated on Facebook dedicated to our podcast listeners. That's the podcast afterbirth group. So we'll hope to connect with you soon. And don't forget, we're launching our prenatal education podcast pretty soon. So we want you to jump in on that as well. Thank you so much and hope you have a great two weeks.